to all listeners. My name is Khalif, your host, and I'm here in the Malay College Kuala Kangsa, joined by three students to discuss about technology topics, namely AI in itself. So I'm joined here by Adib Zahir, Adam Shahmi, and Hanif bin Firdaus to discuss more about this topic. Without further ado, let's hear it from Hanif. All right. Um, hello again. I'm from the previous episode, if I'm not wrong. If it's consecutive or not, I'm not sure. But yeah, so today we'll be discussing more on technological-based topics compared to what we discussed last time, which is more on economic sanctions. Do check out, oh, sorry, do check out that episode if you haven't yet. But do stay here until the very end, I guess. Um, to my other mates. Adam, do you have anything to say, Adam? Yeah, AI. Everything, um, especially with pop culture, we've seen we've seen lots of movies depicting as how AI will be humanity's doom. And I think like how, and I think this podcast actually at least sheds light of how students think of AI in and of itself. Are people more inclined to believe pop culture, or people or are people more inclined to take a more critical approach towards AI? For you, Adip. I feel like growing up, I've seen quite a bit of shows referencing artificial intelligence. Like, I grew up watching Face and Fur, where they constantly mention the concept of robots and in that sense, also cons- consecutively uh, mention AI, artificial intelligence, by indicating that these robots can think for themselves. I remember uh, growing up and watching uh, Iron Man. Iron Man has, is very famous for having an AI journalist too, and like, uh, support towards Adam's own case, and Adam's own case, like, yeah. I do think that artificial intelligence is a very prevalent topic in uh, the media. Other than that, I think that artificial intelligence, a common conception that people have of artificial intelligence is that um, like, uh, there's going to be an uprising in artificial intelligence and we do see a rise in artificial intelligence production in the sense that we already see Siri, uh, something that, we, that many people don't, don't actually consider to be artificial intelligence used in smartphones. Uh, Hanif, do you have anything to comment uh, on that? Wait, um, before that, uh, speaking of the rise of artificial intelligence, <laughs> for example, series and all that, uh, a question that popped into the minds of teenagers nowadays is the question of whether or not these AI or artificial intelligence are actually influencing these teenagers in order to make their own, into, influ- into influencing their own decision making. For example, I don't know, going for a walk in the park or deciding which one is better, which one's better to wear and all that stuff. So I think, uh, do you guys have any, any opinions? I mean, like, if you look at it today, to some extent, AI and other forms of technology already decide what we do. Uh, as how Adam mentioned it before, when you look at social media, when you open your recommended page, everything there is technically controlled by the AI. You like this, you like that, you block this, you block that. That sort of just accumulates to what you're recommended, recommended or your For You page, if you use TikTok, is to be. So, if per se, Technology and, of course, artificial intelligence to be were to be more advanced. I think, I wouldn't have any, I wouldn't have any, um, I don't have anything against it. Considering that we're already doing it now, it's just to the extent that one might argue about something AI don't have: sentience and human emotion. So, what does that come into play? Do any of you have any things to say? Um, can you face that? In the sense that we know that humans are very uh, more to emotionally inclined when you make decisions. Well most of us, of course. And then, so, if AIs were to make these decisions, which disregarded any form of emotions and morality by that sense, how would you imagine the world if that were to happen? I don't, in my opinion, I don't think that's really the case. In the case of social, in the case of social media, 
notice that as you said earlier you often see social media sites like telling you what to post what not to post what to block what not to block and the reason behind this is that it's quite a it's a very famous case that social media sites um like look at uh, have an algorithm where they can track or they can track and predict what you will like and what you don't like and it's in that sense that's quite common that these social media sites uh, also send like um, accounts that you know that they know that you like hit the uh, join the bandwagon on hating like like if you, if you have, if you've ever been if you've ever been on TikTok to, to, in two thousand nineteen you'll know about the the vegan teacher uh, right, right, right. Right. right and you know that the reason why she was so famous is because of the fact that the TikTok algorithm basically posted uh, sites and posted videos and posts about her in mass like you often see videos about hating on her you see memes where on one on like on one part of the page you see her like talking about veganism on the, and on the, and then on the other you see them like literally cutting and eating meat so uh, in that sense I think that you could say that it's not completely uh, cold and unemotional in, in that sense it's a, uh, social media and artificial intelligence coincide to create a sort of a base where people either become more where conflicts arise more or people like find what they want more right like like in the context of Adam Adam used to play Genshin a lot Whoa, and as such say that. he plays uh, he'd see Genshin uh, Genshin Impact game videos in the post Adam? Uh, I think firstly to say that AI to an extent controls teenagers is a sweeping statement because I understand that there are structures to this for example, if Facebook were to create an AI in order to generate more revenue, they would have to create an AI program to do that. So personally, if you ask me, the people that are really trying to control our algorithms are these big Silicon Valley owners. And AI is merely some sort of sorting machine as a medium for us to actually receive their content. So let's say, for example, if Mark Zuckerberg wanted to create an adaptive AI in which users would get content in which they are most inclined to consume, he would produce such an AI and this AI would actually work in ways that we see in status quo. And in fact, like Adib, in fact, like Adib said, he, he would imply that AI isn't cold and emotional and has some sort of, isn't cold and calculating and wants to imply that it has some sort of emotional side to it. I'd say that that's not true, at least in the context within my opinion, because I understand that AI doesn't really treat feelings as how humans treat it. Humans treat, feel, humans treat feeling with to an extent with some sort of sympathetical and empathetic emotion as yeah. we can relate with it, right? And Lovely. however data treats it, sorry, however AI treats emotions or you know, whatever you're inclined to be, whatever you're inclined to consume, rather as a data set. So essentially you're seeing AIs taking your data set, which is comprised of your own emotions in order to feed you what you consume on social media. And yeah, you didn't have to mention application in Pegadip. You had to mention I, no, you I robot. You know, have you ever seen I robot? The one where like, <coughs> the one single robot had feelings and they uh, oh I the Will Smith movie you don't have ever watched it yeah that's that's a great example of how AI can actually control the world you know no in the context of AI controlling the world I feel like a very common case and a very common fear is that people are afraid that AI is going to like take your jobs ah like, because because yeah, the the thing God. is that uh, in a, in a sense that you know technology is going so 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 far right um like uh. For example, if you were to take YouTube, for example, the algorithm and how it affects things, and when the more advanced it becomes, the more <coughs> people will look, will, will put more smarter AIs, smarter algorithms in order to determine what you will like or what you won't like, it comes to a point where, I don't know, does it happen that YouTube creates the things that you you like or something, and then that can steer you away from the, the things that you want to like in itself? 
Does that, does that work? Um, I check what? <laughs> your face, your face. <laughs> like, for example, if you two, okay, for example, you don't like dogs and you don't like cats. You've never seen one and you never touched one, for example. Then suddenly TikTok or YouTube suddenly comes up and says that dogs are Solo's cat universes. Like, uh, dogs are the best in the world. I think then suddenly a, you become a, quite you a, become a furry or something. <laughs> quite the analogy there. And, yeah. Quite a very strange analogy Because like the, 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 the targeted people in these social media companies In like these AI people are people who are young People who don't know what to do with their decision If they're too shy to ask their mom or dad And dads uh, often use these AI decision making Because they often need help in the first place I mean, uh, if you put it under the you know daily normal routine activity context Where you know, like, oh, what should I order? How much grams of meat do I have to put in my dish for dinner? And whatsoever. I think uh, that already happens in the world we live in today, or status quo, if you want to use fancy terms. Um, but I don't think that isn't much relevant, considering that it happens now and it's still happening. So there, would, there, is, there isn't much difference. But if you were to, like, touch in the topic of social media, where you actively decide, but at the same time, you and the algorithm both work in tandem on what's the best for you and how much screen time they'll try to consume from you, how much screen time to take from you, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that's where things start to get a bit dangerous or things start to get a bit arbitrary. Say now, um, like the vegan teacher topic, if the algorithm were to be influenced not only from your preferences, but from people, your community or people of your age group's preferences, I think that could lead to like maybe harmful ideologies like maybe if I just downloaded TikTok or after 2019 post vegan teacher existence but because of the algorithm I had to learn about vegan teacher and I as well partook in hating on vegan teacher regardless of not knowing who she is in the first place. I think that's something that could potentially be harmful so I think uh, that's something that has to be regulated if you want AI is to continue making heavier and more large decisions that involve large sets of data. I, com- I completely agree with that. I think that, like, I don't want to uh, potentially uh, um, anim- make enemies with my future overlords, the artificial intelligence. But I will say that, like, to an extent, you could, you could say that, that that is true. Like, you often see conflicts arise because of this, and this completely goes in tandem with what me and Adam has mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, I feel I will say that uh, for artificial intelligence, <coughs> more, uh, the current status quo is that we often, like I said, Caleb's points are correct in the sense that we do often use them in like uh, shopping in, in shopping online. Like we see like uh, us in Malaysia, we use Shopee, we use Lazada. Uh, the fact is that artificial intelligence often collects what we what we usually order and. Uh, organizes it in a way where you can predict what you're going to order next or you will, you will know what you are long, more likely to order next and it is in that sense that the uh, like uh, more better better information like better data that will be used in a better way in the sense that now we'll know exactly what you want and you'll get your well, you'll get your stuff more an economist side would usually say that economy is like the transfer of goods like uh yeah transfer of goods right um yep and what? it is one transfer of goods in economy is the transfer of goods an economist would d- describe what they're studying as basically transfer of goods and for some 
like a study of like the human's desires oh, yeah. right oh. so yeah. i think that it's in that sense that ai has integrated itself into our economy too like it's not it's no longer restricted to purely sci-fi or or, or technology based thinking oh, it's uh, expanded <laughs> in the sense that it's revolved every part of our lives like even in okay like you know about uh, what happened in i think harvard or oxford where i'm not sure i'm, I'm not sure what, where, i'm not sure it was it was a scandal where basically around the, around the university they would use uh, they would use like sites where artificial intelligence uh, basically scanned and like checked i think like uh, breached people's data right <coughs> in the case and that's another fear that comes and materializes in a world where artificial intelligence runs rampant i think so wait uh, so another question that popped into my mind uh, obviously that we can we can make technology less uh, the more that we move on right so it will obviously keep increasing by the time that comes uh, I don't know. Have you, have you guys seen Wally? You know that stuff. Oh man, Wally was a great movie. I like Wally. So so like uh, the question that becomes: the more we use AI, and we the more that we let this AI uh, technology make these decisions for me, are are the human society becoming more lazier, more dumber in fact? Oh, because like, think, because oh, we're, you're, you're, you're you're mean like putting the... our shoulders on these AI individuals. Oh, yeah, Do you think yeah. that like the the more we evolve the more we become like these those wally fatties you know the question is oh is that really a bad thing though like do you like the question within wally is do you don't we put in the effort and do we do work to avoid effort later and it's in that sense that do we really want effort in the first place oh. and isn't that the point why we make technology to make our lives easier and you could say that we're not we're not going to we're not going to disregard human human rationale too because understand that as much as AI can come to predict where we stand emotionally, it can't completely uh, emulate the human mind. It will uh, ask anyone or ask most people in uh, technology, they'll say that, uh, at least which I've met, they'll say that artificial intelligence is something that uh, can't emulate human mind, that human mind is something sacred and something that is incredible, that is just like unpredictable in many ways. I think that the question missing here is that what most of us have regarded is that AI is to an extent its own conscious body that can make its own decisions. At least in status quo, at least if we ground it in status quo, especially when Adit mentioned that AI is grounded into an, into our daily economy and how we essentially make transactions with AI influencing it, I think we must understand that there's like an active market, especially within Facebook, for you to advertise your product and for the AI to essentially promote your product to other individuals. In fact, this can range from the most harmless of products, for example, let's say skincare products that literally offer no harms, and it can range to political, to political advertising, which essentially can pretty much rig whole elections towards a certain Candidate. So the thing is here is that we must understand that AI has been has been transactionalized. I think is that is that the term. It's been made more of a commodity rather than a single body. And we must understand that if, if as much as people want to talk about how AI is probably ruining our lives, we must understand that there are bigger individuals beyond the screen, beyond the narrative, that essentially control what these AI sell to us. And secondly, on the question of is AI really making us lazier? I think that the narrative that was supposed to be sold in Wall E was that we cannot be too hyper reliant on AI, and how essentially technological, uh, how essentially Green technological thing. progress will essentially end up harming us in the future. But I do, I do think Adip's points do have merit. But to an extent, to make the concession that AI is literally supposed to make our work easier, we must understand that there are that 
there are components to human thinking, the irrationalities in our own mind that essentially make us human. And to replace the entire faucets of that with AI, which are supposed to be quote unquote rational decision makers, I think that in and of itself is a harm. How about you, Anil? Oh my god, <laughs> good, good phrasing. <laughs> and well, collaborations. But if you go back to the example of basically to something like uh, what I'm <coughs> thinking right now, if you sum it all up, you, if you were to like look today and look at the possible future, you're saying that artificial intelligence and technology will progress so much to the extent that they will start taking over our entire lives, not only in decision making, but like yeah, in almost literally everything. And to what extent is that like going overboard? I do agree with Adib's statement that you should put in the effort to make your life easier in the future, but not to the extent of how Wally frames it, where we literally are unable to walk, and in the extreme possibility that artificial intelligence gains sentience through ways that not even I can understand. But yeah, if you were to round it all up, <coughs> what am I rounding up? Do you want to round up? Like, just to say that AI is quite a commodity, and it requires a lot of caretaking and a lot of check and balances, of course, as other things that are important in this world. But are you disagreeing with it? No, no, I agree. Like, uh, I think it requires a lot of check and balances to keep it in check. Considering on how valuable and how easily this thing can be exploited and how, how much the tables can literally turn the moment you like blink or keep, give it a blind eye to it, it can go extremely overboard if you do not take care of it properly. Yeah. And uh, what was it again regarding on how it cannot surpass or match human competence? Yeah. I agree to that to some extent, considering that. And according to normal logic, I don't think the byproduct of whatever you made can exceed the original. Just like how you go with that philosophy of, oh, the sequels can never be the original. Okay, maybe that's a topic for another day, but. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, guys. I think the time's up for today's episode of podcast. Okay. Thank uh, you for inviting us. Thank you very um, much. We'll have another one maybe tomorrow or the next week. Uh, time will tell. Uh, so yeah, thank you folks for listening. That's what we all. That's all our opinions on AI in itself, the future, the past, the causes and effects, and what happens when AI does cover our lives. Quite so. So Adib, uh, Adib, do you have any last words for our folks on the other side? As a 16 year old, I do not know how AI works and I don't think I will keep studying AI because I am not a physician or not what I intend to study physics or anything in that sense. But in that, in that way, I will say it's been a very interesting conversation and uh, for that, I thank you both the people here and the audience for allowing me to have this conversation. Oh, okay. I thank Facebook and the corporate overlords for promoting to me very genuine products and I wish to consume much more on this plane called yeah, Facebook. Yeah. On that note, uh, I I, I'd also like to give my, my, my props to Mark Zuckerberg. Thank you, thank you. Future uh, of a lot, man. Yeah, thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. When you, uh, Elon Musk, when you go to Mars, don't forget about me. Oh my. So here. <laughs> Giving tribute now, I see. <laughs> you, you go with the sun. Okay. Oh my. E12. <laughs> okay. Honey? Thank you TikTok for not having the best AI. Uh, <laughs> unlike how the social, uh, unlike how other websites or articles interpret it, I, for one, have not fallen to the 
TikTok hole where my screen time exceeds what three hours. Thank God, Alhamdulillah, my screen time today is less than three hours. That sounds very terrible for some people, but believe me, that's quite the achievement. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. Like to you, host. All right, uh, I think that's it. Um, to be to you people at home, make sure to it's okay to use your U AI. Just make sure that the AI doesn't use you. Oh my. What? One last word. Why do you choose to be a horse? 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 Why do you choose to be a horse?